Well, 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 hello and welcome to Nick Flanagan Weekly. Four days a week. No, I don't do it weekly. I do it four times a week. Monday through Thursday right now. As a little pact with myself, I think I'll become better if I do it more. I like the idea of you waking up and I'm right there for 10 to 20 minutes of your time. Uh, I love the four-day work week. I think we should just w make that a thing. I could use one of those. You know what I'm saying? That would up the amount of work I'm doing. I can't find my wireless mouse. Where's that at? Did you take it? How's it going? Oh, my gosh. Wow. What have you been eating? What did you eat today? I hope you had something nice. <laughs> did you eat a... Uh... Did you eat a, a, a zucchini calzone? Did you eat a sausage and eggs? Did you go to McDonald's? What'd you eat? Let me know what you ate and write weeklypodcast at gmail.com. W-E-A-K-L-Y. My rule of thumb is this. You have so much talent, and eventually your deeds... Your bad deeds will exhaust that talent, no matter how much talent you may or may not have. Um, for instance, you know, Gene Simmons had talent. Uh, eventually, uh, his annoyingness eclipsed what, clip, what Kiss did. One day this will happen to Drake. Uh, the guy who wrote You Light Up My Life did enough bad deeds if you look up him he, it doesn't matter that he wrote a, whatever You Light Up My Life means to you it doesn't matter R. Kelly I feel it's kind of like the Chris Rock joke when they say about Michael Jackson we let the first kid slide I feel like R. Kelly was kind of in the clear and then trapped in the closet kept going on things kept happening News stories kept popping up. There was no more going back for R. Kelly. Michael Jackson's second kid was the circumstance. Louis C.K. I don't know. He helped pioneer an era of pseudo-DIY where the power of the creator to muster their own fan base, and in his case, uh, supply them. He didn't have a middle person most of the time. He just gave them what he made and had a very direct line to his fan base. Now we're seeing the ultimate variation of that, which is that if he wants, he can continue his career with... A sliver, perhaps, of that fan base, but a fan base, nonetheless. And a sliver of that fan base of X million people is still a solid amount of people. And we're seeing that with R. Kelly and the people still defending him, not to compare him to R. Kelly exactly. As far as I know, Louis C.K. is only hanging out outside of schools to, um, who knows why. Maybe he is, ex <laughs> this is not, this is going to stop this year. My point is that he's talented. Is he continually jerk off in front of everybody around him 
level talented. Maybe he's going to exhaust that. And get some help, man. Control your impulses. You know, this is a thing with entertainers. So many of us have ADD. And the more high-functioning ones are people who've learned how to contain it or corral their bad behaviors. Just as kids, they figured it out. Most of them come from means. And... um, Of course, the downside of that is you figure out a system that you think works. You wind up still succumbing to impulses within that, but you're successful. So you don't see as much immediate punishment for that. Um, If that's not clear enough what I'm saying, I'm trying to say that because you have money, you can get away with it more easily. Or prestige or fame. So, just because you think you have a handle on your Galdern disorder, you probably don't. So get thee to a nunnery, or, or at the very least a, a health professional. Don't do crystals. Don't do crystal meth. Talk to people. Have them tell you that you're irrational or neurotic. Dial it down a little bit. And then you might not traumatize people, which is the dream. When I say I'm living the dream, it's when I know I'm not traumatizing anybody. And my trick with the talent thing has always been to really downplay the talent. Like playing possum with my talent. So nobody thinks I got it. So I can do anything. Yeah, I don't even know. Loyalty versus doing the right thing. What is doing the right thing? What is even commenting on this stuff really accomplishing? Beyond just you hearing a voice in the void talking about something that you know about. And frankly, when I put it that way, it sounds important. In tribute to my friend Harris Pittman, I'm going to recap the season finale. Recap and review season finale of Who is America by Sasha Baron Cohen. Not really much of a recap, more of a review, but if you don't want spoilers, don't listen. So, hi. Watched it last night. Who is America? I had high hopes for the finale. In the end, it fell fell into the pit of ugly that it is always hovering above. So far, the only one that I felt transcended was episode four with the town hall that was just so surreal and with the man who chased Sasha Baron Cohen with his butt and then had to resign as a congressman. That was where everything came together to make anarchy. Uh, For me, what I saw yesterday was exposing the ugly side of America without... It just is too ugly for me. I don't know, you know? It's just too damn much. Like, ha ha he had O.J. in with his Greek or Italian character, and he got O.J. Simpson, that was a big spoiler. And he kept on making reference to O.J. killing his wife, and it's just like, a guy got away with killing his wife. And we're just being constantly reminded of it. This is hilarious, somehow. And 
Barney Frank. I get a weird vibe from Barney Frank. <laughs> he had Barney Frank on. Barney Frank walked out. And the Mossad guy, Iran, had some, like, super deplorable types, you know, who he was training and then tricked one of them into thinking he'd killed a member of Antifa at the Women's March, which is really funny, but it's, like, so dark that he convinced this guy to kill him. And then on top of that, it's like, did he convince him to kill him? You never know with these shows. It's uh, They're very well-orchestrated editing. This show was necessary. I'm so glad it's out. I think it's one of the most important comedies of the year. I think people should see it. But I don't think if you're already in any state of depression, this is going to lift you out of it. If you want that, you should go rewatch episodes of home movies. Not your own home movies, because those are probably depressing too. Some of those relatives. Just kidding. I, I love the relatives. The Louis C.K. thing is funny to me because there's more pushback now against him. Paul F. Tompkins wrote something. Some people are on the side of give him a chance. I really see this battle of um, the mafia mentality of comedy. I've known this guy for so long, let's give him a chance. Versus the moralizing, pandering side of comedy. These are deeply at war right now. And of course, nuance, which everybody, which many people have an intelligence and intellect, and that's why these things are at war, is because it, it is all complicated. But at the exact same time, there's Aja Argento's allegations that seemed to me to be when they first came out, I just thought, well, you know, the Weinstein company has a lot of money, and they would definitely like to smear someone like her and any of his accusers, especially if he's going on trial. And that's still, ultimately, my belief is that the signal boost of these kinds of stories is related to lawyers and PR people paying to have these things um, amplified. It also sells papers to have this kind of debate. It sells papers. <laughs> oh, I am a 70-year-old man. Oh, you know what? It sells papers to have those debates. It sells papers. No one has sold a paper in 30 years. 20 years, whatever. You know what I mean. Clicks sells papers okay at the newsstand sells papers at the newsstand but Rose McGowan came out and spoke out against Sasha Argento she sent out that wild wild message this huge statement about how she's friends she's dating a partner named Rain Dove who's some sort of a whisperer to people and that he found out that she slept with this te- that Aja had slept with this teen. It was very, you really she it was very pulling you into her her and Aja's life. And I thought it was just such a marked. I've never seen a statement like that where someone distances themselves from somebody 
it was borderline refreshing. Rose McGowan is a very unpredictable person, and no offense to her, very tiring. But this one uh, really won me over. It felt like I was watching SCTV or something. I mean, this is people's lives. These are people's lives that we're talking about, but I, I just thought that, you know, Rose McGowan standing up for what she believed in over this bonding relationship that she said she'd formed last year was just like so different than Louis C.K. whose whole thing was doing what he did and surrounding himself with quote unquote good people whether it was Kamau Bell taking him out to open for him just for last years ago or putting out Tignataro's thing but I love the anarchy of I love of of Rose McGowan at this point. And I kinda like that she's sticking by her guns and turning by on Aja Argento because it's just gonna keep I don't know why I like it. I need to unpack that. Why do you like it? Send comments or questions to weeklypodcast at gmail dot com. Talk to you soon.